You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of the Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Kelfer. I really like your beards. <laughs> oh, that was creepy. <laughs> and perfectly creepy. <laughs> this... I'm Susie Hunt. Oh, I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're continuing our month of Frankenstein features with episode 159, May. Uh, it's from 2002. What's that? More like Franken-Psycho. <laughs> She's fucking creepy in this, man. Uh, it's from 2002, it's an hour and 33 minutes, directed by Lucky McGee. Yeah. Um, was he lucky enough to do anything else? <laughs> yeah, uh, All Cheerleaders Die, which is a really good horror movie. Uh, Masters of Horror, Sick Girl, which also stars uh, Angela Bettis. Uh, the Woods, The Woman, Tales of Halloween, he did the Ding Dong segment, which I just rewatched Tales from Halloween last night. Um, but yeah, this is, this is an interesting little flip, but let's go around the table and see what everyone thinks. Susie, I know... Uh, you were pushing for this for a while, so we'll start with you. I love this movie very much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Again, we need a video <laughs> podcast. She's creeping me out. Um, I I love everything about this movie. And watching it critically, mm-hmm. it not only is super creepy, but it's also really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly sad. It's like, I, I really feel for May. Yep. Even after she goes all May. You feel mm-hmm. bad for May? Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Adam, but Adam's a douchebag. Adam is a douchebag. And he's got, his Isn't hands are way too clean for him to be a mechanic. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why she liked his hands. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I think the character and when I love the transition in the third act when she just finally snaps. Yeah. And her voice changes, her posturing. Mm-hmm. And it's... And, I do hate the cat part, though. Oof, yeah. That's That's really tough for me to watch anytime I watch this movie. But overall, I just, I mean, you got Argento, Mm -hmm. my favorite Italian horror director, Argento references, Argento homemade art, Mm -hmm. fan art. Um, And Anna Faris is like... Creepy. She's like (laughs) fucking creepy, and but she does it so well. It's like... She's a lesbian, hypersexual, the same character from Scary Movie (laughs) with black hair. It's like her alter ego. Right. But I just, I cannot say enough good things about this movie. I love it. I'm going to have to agree, but we'll get to me in a sec. (laughs) Scoople, scoople. Maurice, what are your thoughts on this? I like this movie. I don't love it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't love you either. But... (laughs) It's a good flick to watch, especially this time of year. Um, I've seen it a few times. I mean, overall, I think it's a good movie. Um, it's just not something I will go to, mm-hmm. you know, if I see it. But um, I enjoy it. She was, she's a very good actress. Oh, you know, yeah. She, I really everything like she's her. done, she's always good at. Um, so yeah, the acting was actually pretty good for a. Was it released? To the movie theaters? I think it was direct to yeah, DVD. Yeah, it was direct to DVD. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, pretty pretty good acting for... Yeah, it had a solid cast. DVD, yeah. Uh, or, well, back then, 2003, was it still direct to cassette? 
<laughs> you mean directed v- VHS? VHS? <laughs> um, 2003, I think 2003 was the last gasp of VHS. Yeah, so it yeah. was probably released to VHS. Yeah, DVD. DVD. Yeah. I know it was way before Blu-ray, I know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw the trailer for this movie on some other horror movie I had rented. I, I know I did, yeah. And then I, like, specifically went to Blockbuster to look for it. I mm-hmm. rented it, and then I bought it. Yep. I, I think, I'm trying to think of what... Was it wrong? Turn? Was it the home release of Wrong Turn? I can't remember. There, were, there was some movie that that I bought, um, and then me and Jess saw the trailer for this on the coming attractions, mm-hmm. and she really wanted to see it, so we went out and rented it. And then yeah, we did the same thing. We just went out and bought it. <laughs> but uh, what do you think of the soundtrack on this? Very early two thousands ish. It felt very nineties to me. Yeah, the, it, it was. Book. It was. Uh, I was thinking that some of the songs. I was thinking, wow, this sounds very like late nineties, but it's really. Yeah. But also had that early two thousands kind of songs. Yeah, the transitional yeah. period. Yeah. Well, because it had the breeders. The breeders yeah. were very heavily featured very, in this. Yeah, very nineties. But like even the the aesthetic of the film had a very nineties feel to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder if it was actually made in the nineties and just put off. I was I wondering that too. Like, yeah. was it maybe shelved and? <laughs> <clears throat> but well, some digging. think of it like the clothing that she makes like when she's going through her closet and she's mm-hmm. wearing those like bell-bottom sweatpants <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like the little half shirt like mm-hmm. and they were like hip hugger yep sweatpants that I never could wear and I'm okay with that <laughs> that's like very late 90s early 2000s right so it's like it could have taken place and I didn't see any cell phones either yeah, I didn't either. It 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 to me it felt like the end of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, Already, I'm sitting with my hands on the hips. <laughs> but like, I didn't see anything in in the uh, trivia about it being shelved. So, but I mean, again, how many how many films does that happen to where they they film it early and then you know a few years down the road it gets released? Right, of Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Yep, perfect example because that was what eighty eight and then came out in ninety. Which speaking of, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, make an amendment here in this episode. I forgot to mention it in Bride of Reanimator because we were in such a hurry. Um, like, because I had... I, it's been a very busy couple of weeks for me, and we had a very limited time to record. But there's something that I wanted to mention and I forgot about until I was editing. So in the first Reanimator, Jeffrey Combs says to Dr. Hill, so Wes says to Dr. Hill, you'll, you'll never get credit for my work. Who's going to believe a talking head get a job in a sideshow? Then in part two, we find out his head was found in a sideshow. I wanted to mention that, and I totally forgot to put it in my notes, and I was pissed that I forgot to mention it. So, there it is, in this episode. <laughs> but anywho, getting back to May. Well, I guess it was released in the box office. Was it really? Oh. Yeah, because it says, although May was unsuccessful in the box office, it received favorable reviews from the critics, and now considered a cult film. Oh, interesting. So okay. I'll have to look up and see... Uh, when it was... Re- yeah, or how much it made. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, overall, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you, though, as far as it not being something I revisit often. It's actually been, I mean, close to, I would say, at least 15 years. Because the last time I watched it was soon after we moved in here. So it's it's been a while. Um, Box office. What's that? You going to take any guesses? No clue. 800,000. Six hundred forty three, six hundred thirty four thousand and the release dates were two thousand two at Sundance and 03 in the United States. So it was not 
Well, it could have been made, but yeah. All right, so go that's, on. That's not a lot. I didn't win the showcase showdown. I bid over. You were over. <laughs> but no, I, I really do enjoy this film. Uh, much like Susie was saying, like, I agree with all of your points on this. Um, the thing that really did surprise me upon the, because I watched it three times before we recorded, uh, when I was watching it critically, the thing that really got to me was how sad it is. And I don't, I don't think I really picked up on that my first watch. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, the whole time I was like, wow, she's fucking creepy. Um, this time, though, I actually got choked up. Uh, there was two points where I got really choked up, but particularly at the very end, when she's, like, yelling Frantic. at her creation. Yes, like that, I found myself with a freaking lump in my throat. Like, why do I feel bad for this fucking murderess? <laughs> like, <laughs> All she wants, because it comes back to the whole... Frankenstein thing. Yeah. He just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And in The Bride of Frankenstein, that's all he wants is for a friend. Yep. And that's all she wants is a friend. But then when the bride is... Rejects him. Rejects him. Yeah. It just, it shatters him. We belong dead. <laughs> oh, friend, yeah. Friend, good. <laughs> I never, yeah. I never had a boyfriend. What's that? <laughs> Oh, Frankie. No, her in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, I never had a boyfriend. Third time they've hung out. Yeah, that was really weird. Like, there was so... She... Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead. We're going we're gonna to... Yeah, we're going to get into the meat and potatoes. Angela Bettis uh, plays May Dove Kennedy. Uh, or Kennedy? Kennedy. Okay, it's made of candy is how it's supposed to be. That's what the name is supposed to sound like. Oh, oh it does. Ma- made, made of candy. Made of candy, yeah. Um, she plays such a good role in this movie like she is the reason to watch this movie yes her character is that like really uncomfortable combination of creepy and weird and off-putting while still somehow being sympathetic like you you want to help her but are kind of afraid of her and the fact that she pulls that off so seamlessly like bouncing between those two types of like you know, you feel bad, and then she's fucking freaking you out. It's a testament to her acting ability. She's really fucking good. Um, but she was in Girl Interrupted, Bless the Child, the first Carrie remake, uh, the remake of The Toolbox Murders, which I fucking love, The Woods, Masters of Horror, Sick Girl, The Woman, and 12-Hour Shift. She was also in a really, really good episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. That, I never watched Criminal Minds. I then we have Adam Stubbs, which I had to laugh at when I saw his last name was Stubbs mm-hmm. because I didn't notice that before. <laughs> Played by Jeremy Sisto, who I personally know from Clueless, Wrong Turn, and Dead and Breakfast. You didn't notice that when uh, he made his film for or played yeah. the film? Is, I, it didn't click. He even it, had his middle name. I can't remember what it was. It was well, some... keep in mind, I wrote I write this part before I watched the movie. Yeah. So when I saw like the name listed, I, like I didn't notice it my first watch. But yeah, Adam Stubbs. That's that's fucking funny. Uh, then we have Polly, played by Anna Ferris. She was in the Scary Movie franchise, The Hot Chick, and Movie 43. She's in a lot of those slapstick movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blank, played by James Duvall, who's in The Doom Generation, which... Oh. That movie still scars me. You cannot find the on... You can't find... I cannot find the director's cut anywhere. I'm, I don't want to ever find the director's cut. <laughs> like, that... When I met him at Nickel City, I felt bad because, like, we were talking about his films mm-hmm. and I flat out told him it was like the doom generation scarred me and he went oh I'm sorry <laughs> like, he's, he was a really nice guy but um he's an independence day SLC punk and Donnie Darko then we have Ambrosia played by Nicole Hiltz who we would know from trailer park of terror 
She's mm-hmm. Norma Jean, the trailer park queen. Yep. That's right. <laughs> She's also in Dude, Where's My Car, Shallow Hell, and Austin Powers Goldmember. So for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, the basic plot is a socially awkward veterinarian assistant. Uh, basically, she, she descends into madness and depravity when she <coughs> wants to find a friend. So it goes really bad for her. If you can't find a friend, make, make one. one. And I mentioned on a previous episode, it had to have been Frankenhooker. Yeah. That was my live journal icon, mm-hmm. was the picture from May with that saying. I remember that. But uh, we open the movie with May screaming in a mirror, holding her hand over her eye as blood pours from it. It's a hell of a way to open a film. Hmm. Now we cut to May as a child. We find out that she has a lazy eye and a very overbearing mother who forces her to wear an eye patch to hide her lazy eye. And this made me upset right away because she's like, you want to make friends, don't you? Don't take it off. Like, you'd rather her be a pirate? <laughs> like, I would have been a pirate. I was, I well, was they even like, ask her, are you a pirate? Yeah, then she's like, no. And they're like, oh. And then they're all disappointed. <laughs> and they just walk away. That's why she had no friends growing up. Right. It's like, well, yeah. She says she should have said she's a pirate. Exactly. She would have had, like, all the friends. Then they might have wanted to give her a hook for a hand. That's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we cut to her birthday, and uh, her mother puts a package on the table and tells her, I've, I've always said if you can't find a friend, make one. Now, this bothers the hell out of me, because as soon as May goes to open the package, her mom's like, you ruined it. It's like, what the fuck did you expect? <laughs> like, she's got to open it. Like, what did she ruin? Right. The wrapping paper. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Hey, she spent a good amount of time on that wrapping paper. Apparently. She made it from scratch. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Wood pulp and everything. Got the print on there. And, yep. But and I love painted. how the father just rolls his eyes. Like, he's clearly, you know, browbeaten by this woman. He's what we saw on Saturday. Andrew Bobbergs, he's a hillbilly. <laughs> he very much is. He's a, he's a redneck. <laughs> he's one of them there rednecks. But in the package, we see uh, a doll in a glass case named Susie. Mm-hmm. The, Susie. <laughs> yeah, with two O's. Yeah. Susie. And a Y. Yes, yeah. But not where you think. <laughs> <laughs> and medicine. When you said oh. that on Raised by Rentals, I was hoping you would have said with an N and with two N's and a Y that it's not where you think. <laughs> Oh, I love that character. <laughs> but we find out that Susie is the first doll her mom ever made. She tells her how she was her best friend and now she'll be May's. Of course, she's never allowed to take the doll out of the case because why would you allow a kid to touch a toy? She says Susie is Susie is special. Fuck yes, I am. <laughs> you know, that could be taken multiple ways. Recognize. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But we see uh, young May talking to Susie, which transitions into adult May talking to the doll, telling her about a boy that she saw. We get our first glimpse uh, here to see how May sees the world. Um, She's telling her doll, you know how when you meet someone and you think you like them, but then the more you talk to them, you see parts you don't like, and then sometimes you end up not liking any parts at all? And then she's like... This boy had, like, I liked all of his parts, especially his hands. His hands are beautiful. And we're seeing, like, her hiding behind a telephone pole watching him. It's like, uh. Because Angela Bettis is skinny enough to hide behind a telephone pole. <laughs> I mean, Because yeah. she really does disappear. She's sideways and she's, like, peeking around. It's like, all you shit. see is, like, the wind making her hair go. So it looks like 
It looks like the telephone pole is like breaking or something. It's it wood chips. Reminded me of Looney Tunes where Bugs Bunny would like turn behind a signpost and he would disappear. Yes. Uh, like it yeah. was very much like that. But yeah, I, I think that kind of sums up her worldview, how she just kind of breaks down everything and then parts. Um, she goes on to, to, or she then tells her doll not to be mad that, uh, you know, she's been her friend her whole life, but that she needs a real friend, someone she can hold. And then she places her hand on the glass case and you can see just how much her mom fucked her up here. Like she can't even hold her doll as an adult. And you see also, which continues through the movie, the glass on the door Mm -hmm. is already starting to crack. It just has a little tiny crack in the corner at this point. This is something that I noticed on this this watch for the show. I never put the pieces together of like how, how the representation of her cracking yeah. is like because I saw the glass crack, but like I wasn't putting the pieces together when yeah. we see the glass case later. I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. But um, we cut to May at the optometrist, and she's getting contacts to help fix her wonky eye. <laughs> I wonder how I don't I didn't read the trivia, but I wonder how she does the the one eye over. Like, did I do it? Yeah, you're doing it right now. Oh, that had, that hurts. <laughs> like ten seconds, and it hurts. <laughs> the look on your face, you were like, oh, <laughs> like oh no. Um, yeah, but like we we see uh, what is it like a couple of scenes where she has her glasses off, and the one eye is like pulled toward the center, so her lazy eye is kind of like wonky. She's half cross. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like she's, she's asking about her, her contacts and the doctor's like, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll fix your eye. It'll pull your eye forward just like your glasses. He goes, your eyes are fine. They just need a little help. And then she goes on about how she hopes they'll be ready by Friday because she has a date. She just watched this dude from behind a pole. <laughs> like, well, he came out from the, the auto body shop or the mechanic right. shop he works at. It's like, what the fuck? To have a smoke. <laughs> but I, I do... pancake. <laughs> right. I do love how this plucks at your heartstrings in the way, like, you see just how desperate she is. And, like, it's it's both creepy and, like, aw. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really weird how they pull that off. But we cut to May eating lunch and obsessively watching the boy that she found while he's on his smoke break at work. <laughs> she finishes eating and heads back to work where we get the almost equally strange Polly... <laughs> She's she's like, what's a scoople? <laughs> May, what's a scoople? <laughs> she goes, scalpel. Oh, scoople. <laughs> she's so weird. And then there's this like random, like heavy set, like 50, 60 something year old woman with a can of Diet Coke or something. Just smiling. And she just smiles as she's like, oh, Scalpel. And she's the old lady's like, oh, oh, oh take us some of my Diet Coke. <laughs> you could tell that was like somebody's mom or something. <laughs> but we then meet the veterinarian who speaks comically broken English. He, he tells her, I forget what he says, he says something about prepping for the Guillermo Shepherd. <laughs> Guillermo. <laughs> yeah, the Guillermo Shepherd. But as she's leaving for the day, Polly asks her what she's going to be for Halloween, and May just stares at her and tells her, you have a beautiful neck. Like, ah! (laughs) Yeah. But as if that wasn't strange enough, Polly thanks her and asks her to come over sometime and they'll eat melons. And I'm like, is that a euphemism? Because I haven't heard that one. Yes, yes it is. (laughs) But neither one of them have melons, though. (laughs) 
I mean, yes, but you don't technically eat those melons. I mean, I, well, maybe uh, melon is used as a euphemism for... Well... Not... Oh, if you open a cantaloupe. Uh, okay, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, if you okay. go, go deeper into the movie... Maybe, I am the quick commander. She... <laughs> <laughs> she may eat them. This is true. She She very well might. Oh, my God. But that cracked me up because she's like, you have a beautiful neck. And she's like, come over and eat melons. And I'm like, wait, what? That escalated quickly. <laughs> but May heads home and we get this awkward elevator scene where, first of all, I'm sorry. If you feel the need to aggressively make out in public, fuck you. Like, I don't like those types of people. Excuse and me. And this is going <laughs> to come back. This is going to come back. It does. You know who that is, right? No. It's the director. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that either. But yeah, that it, like, there's the dude with his girlfriend, and they're just like eating each other's face in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And she's just staring awkwardly, and then they stop and look at her, and she's like, oh. Oh, because we forgot to mention, when she leaves the eye doctor, oh, he gives right. her cardboard sunglasses until her eyes are no longer dilated. That's true. I forgot that. But yeah, it's like... I just, I don't know, I hate when people do that. It's uncomfortable. They're like that dark where, they're like Ray Charles glasses. Like, right. how did they know that she, like, she could have been, like, looking over there, but really been, like... With the one wonky eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we see May putting in her new contacts excitedly and showing Susie with a big old smile that her eyes are normal again. So we cut to her out and about, timing everything so she can hopefully run into the boy she likes. That's creepy, too, because she stands on that street corner mm-hmm. in her short homemade dress. I am not shaming sex workers. No, no, no. She's standing there in her short, like, dress that she wears to work with her veterinary tech smock. <laughs> or, no, her veterinary, like, house coat on. Right. <laughs> looking at this watch, like, mm-hmm. you want a date? It, it, <laughs> looking very for some much. fun? Looking for some action? Got any money? But yeah, like she she times it so she can run into him, and of course he doesn't notice her. He like turns to light a cigarette right as she's smiling at him. <laughs> so she was like, "Oh!" And then she like does that stagger walk where she keeps like stopping and looking back. Like, is he looking at me yet? But which, if he was, would have made it even more awkward. But not as right. awkward as what we're going to see happen next. Oh god! Well, first we. Get... I'm sorry, I had to put this in here. Oh, the guy. <laughs> My dog's got three legs. I laughed so hard at this. I came back from vacation and he only had three legs. And then he goes, I throw the stick. Nothing happens. I was in tears. I had to pause the movie because I was like, wait a second. Let me try to piece this together. So this guy left for vacation. His dog was at home, fine, with four legs. He came home and the dog now has three. The dog didn't die. Somehow it's still alive because he asks later when he finds the severed decomposing leg can you sew it back on (laughs) also who the i'm a puppy mom in case no one knew that we have a doggy now Mm -hmm. who the fuck goes away on vacation and leaves their dog home alone that's why the poor pupper's missing a leg it was so fucking hungry (laughs) i was just like how did it lose a leg i'm so hot over this right now can i gotta take off my hoodie i have a t-shirt on underneath folks (laughs) Getting all worked up. I'm getting all kinds of worked up. <laughs> all right, guys, I took off my hoodie. We're good now. Um, so where were we? Three-legged dog. Okay. Yeah, who the fuck leaves their dog home while they go on vacation? <laughs> exactly. I do. And what was the state of his apartment? That dog don't go in a litter box. Well, that's the thing. The, the leg he found later in the rose bushes. So did he leave the fucking dog outside? <laughs> I think so. 
<laughs> what a horrible puppy dad. No. <laughs> well, Ugh. did you see the guy? He was a complete moron. Yeah. Well, he was definitely a moron because later when he finds it, he's like, can you sew it back on? And May's like, I could. <laughs> like, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> but we now get a little montage of May trying on clothes, not liking any of them, and making some new ones. Smash cut to her following the boy into a coffee shop and watching him as he reads and smokes. And I was like, God, this film is so 90s. Like, I've, I'm remembering my teen years. Going to, like, Java Temple. <laughs> yeah. Sitting there with the clove cigarettes and a book. Yep. Coffee cups that are basically a Are the soup size bowl. of your table. <laughs> I remember, I think it might have actually been that freaking Java Temple. Mm-hmm. Like, they had, like, they were soup bowls with a handle. Yeah. That you would get like a coffee. Like, I had in. to hold it with two hands yeah. to take a sip. <laughs> oh, God, the 90s. But... Eventually, dude falls asleep while reading, and she wanders over and rubs her face on his hand like a cat. But that's not what wakes him up. <laughs> it's her, it's her hair dangling in his face. <laughs> He's like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, "Oh, this is awkward." He goes, "Hello," and she looks at him with just wide eyes, and then falls over and gets up and runs away, like whoop whoop. And I love how, like, she walks, like, saunters over, like, trying to sway her <laughs> hips. Don't get me... Angela Bettis is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Very She's pretty. a very gorgeous woman. But she does not have hips. No. That's not, like, her That's body That's not her structure. body type at all. And she tries to saunter over to, like, take two lumps of sugar and plop, <laughs> plop. And he's just sitting there smoking his Bilson cigarette. Reading his Argento book. <laughs> Shane's like... Did you notice that he's smoking camels, but they're in a Bilson, a Bilson pack? I'm like, yes. Oh man! But yeah, when she when she scurries away again, it's like it it makes you feel like that secondhand embarrassment. Like, oh god, why would you do that? You know. But we cut to work where we see an, uh, another moment of just how screwed up May is. She's digging a scoople into her thumb. Polly goes, "Why are you doing that? What are you doing?" And she goes, "Relaxing." She's like, oh, will you do me? Well, f- first she she like she goes over and she's like, does it hurt? And May goes, no. And she just grabs her hand and pokes her. And then she goes, oh, and you crazy like, bitch. Why would you do that? And then she starts like sucking on her thumb all seductively. And she's like, oh, that's actually very nice. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> do me again. And I was like, what the fuck? She's like, her voice and her, like, voice inflection mm-hmm. is like if you got Marilyn Monroe on Wish. <laughs> it is very breathy and ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I actually used to be friends with a girl. I'm not going to name names because people <coughs> I know might know her who mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. Right. But the last time I saw her was at a wedding, <clears throat> and she was just, like, flirting with this guy. And she was like, oh, I would love if you bought me a trick. <laughs> and I was one. I was pretty tanked at that point in the wedding, and I'm sitting there like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" That would annoy the piss out of me as the guy. If she was, I'd be like, "Uh, no." Oh no, on. they went home together. Oh uh, well, I guess it worked on him. He was pretty drunk, so. <laughs> I I love because after this scene, we smash cut to the severed dog leg, and this is the whole thing where he's like, "I found it in the rose bushes. Can you just sew it back on?" It's like, what the fuck. <laughs> So now we cut to May doing laundry at the laundromat, and her dream man comes in to do his laundry right next to hers. He's out of laundry soap, so she offers him some of hers. Because <laughs> she goes, you can use me. I mean, mine. Some mine. And then she, like, takes, 
This is funny because she has powdered laundry soap, which I don't even think they make anymore. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. Because um, now everything is high efficiency. Mm-hmm. So she takes a scoop of the powder and like goes to hand it to him, but spills it all oh. over him. <laughs> and he's just looking at her like, okay. And, and second of all, isn't Shout like a pre-treater? Because that's what he ha- doesn't have any more of is Shout. That's, that's not a true. laundry detergent. <laughs> Movie fail. And... Well, let's let's go through the scene and then I'll say and. <laughs> Alrighty. So she, yeah, they, you know, he thanks her and introduces himself. We find out his name is Adam, and oh my god, he goes to shake her hand and she looks like she fucking creams her jeans. Like she's so excited. No, to she's wearing her bell bottom sweatpants. <laughs> she creams her sweatpants. Her low rise bell bottom sweatpants. <laughs> and he's like, "Do you want to go have a smoke with me?" So. They go outside. Oh my god, this is hilarious. <laughs> I wish that we were, like, visually recording this. Because yeah. he hands her a cigarette, and he lights it for her. And she's holding it like a joint, first of all. Yep. And she's going... <laughs> He's like, you gotta puff on it. Then she starts inhaling deeply. And then starts crying. <laughs> looks sick. But again, it's like, again, this is one of those things that makes me feel like it's in the 90s. It's like, oh, you don't smoke here. Practice. (laughs) It was just something that happened all the time. But so he's talking to her and she just awkwardly goes, I love your hands. I think they're beautiful. I like cheese. Right. I was like, oh, her her compliments are so perfectly cringy. Like, every time she compliments somebody, it's like, oh, that was painful to watch. But think about it. We all knew someone or or knew of someone yeah. in high school who just did not... She doesn't have social skills. Yep. And that's, that's what makes it even more sad to me. Exactly. Is that the reason this is all happening is because... She never had, had social... Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't know how to interact with another human. Well, she had an overbearing mo- a mother, a father who just kind of, like, let her mom do that. And, and, a, the, and her only friend was Adele. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, she grew up in a pretty shit environment, but... Right. You know, so... But it, did she not go to school? Like, was she no, home she, school? No, she did go to school, but it looked like no one no one liked her. Because remember, she's like, are you a pirate? Yeah, no. but and then, then did mom pull her, her out of school and, like, not... Like, Maybe. She's like, you got a lazy eye freak. Get out of school. <laughs> her mom was horrible. Locks her in the basement. <laughs> so they, they finish uh, doing their laundry, and there's this this wonderful underwear scene where she drops her underwear and then immediately gets nervous, picks it up, shoves it into her basket. And here she turns around <laughs> yep. and bends over, and you see her low-rise pink underoos. <laughs> Then Adam's checking out her booty. Mm-hmm. And then, what did he say? He said something to her, and then she she made the comment about the cars. I forget what he says, but yeah, she looks at his basket and goes, race cars. And he's like, <laughs> huh? Huh? And he's he literally has underoos with, like, speed racer they're, on them. They're tiny whiteies with race cars. And his girlfriend gave them to him. Yeah, he goes, oh, my girlfriend gave me those, and her face just drops. Oh, yeah. And then he turns around and goes, I mean, my ex-girlfriend. And immediately she starts smiling and gets all giddy again. And then he puts the pack of cigarettes in her basket and mm-hmm. says, you need, to practice. you need to practice. Yeah. So 90s. Right. And then he goes, see you around, May. So, he, and then, and then, and then, she is in the elevator going back to her apartment. Where the fuck is her laundry soap? <laughs> she just left it. She was so enamored. With she was like, these cigarettes will keep my clothes clean. She left it there for 
when she goes back. She, she was hoping Adam away. would need it again. <laughs> she hid it behind one of the washing machines. <laughs> or in one of... Which I got shit to say about these washing machines later in the movie. Oh, I hate laundromats. I'm so glad I have a, a so glad I have a laundromat in my basement. <laughs> Which, if you think about it, you do. You do, yeah. Oh no, I I just I hated having to go to those. And then she goes home. She gets into a part her apartment, and no, she's talking to herself in yep. the elevator, and she's like, "See you around, see you around." Like she's practicing like mm-hmm. how to say it and not be a creep. Well, then she also brings up the whole like. What was I doing in the diner? Oh, like she keeps bringing that up as well. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. How is she going to explain away rubbing his hand like a kitty? Call me kitten. <laughs> kitten. I had that song stuck in my head for two days. I still have it stuck in my head. <laughs> but montage of May completely smitten and like like you said, practicing talking to what she's going to say to Adam next time. Laying in bed with the pack of cigarettes next to her like <laughs> she's going to masturbate with them. <laughs> yeah. And then telling Susie all about Adam. While she masturbates with a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> She's like, I'm practicing! <laughs> but the next, day, uh, the next day, she times her walk once again to run into Adam. They bump into each other, and he's surprised to see her and asks if she wants to share lunch with him. So now we cut to the two of them in the park getting to know each other. And he pulls out a switchblade. <laughs> right. And like... What fuck kind of bread has he got that meat on? He's like sawing at it like it's a like it's a log. Right. It was one of them there tough ninety sandwiches. <laughs> Real crusty bread. Oh. I thought it was peanut butter and jelly. It has something hanging out the back end of it. Oh, with lettuce on it. Oh, uh, I'm sure somebody eats that. If it- Dear listener, if that's any of you, please let us know. (laughs) Send us a message. We'll make fun of you. Um, But she tells him about her job and says, some people think it's gross. And he goes, I love gross. Disgust me, please. She has zero people skills. Oh, my God. (laughs) She tells this story about this old... And she tells it like it's a campfire tale. And like she's excited. Yes, because she keeps smiling and like you can... You know she's like internally giggling to herself. And she tells a story about this old man that comes into the vet clinic with his, what was it, a... Uh, black lab. Black lab. Mm-hmm. And they had to do surgery on the black lab. But they ran out of the sur- the sutures for the big dog. So the doctor thought if we just tripled up on cat sutures, that would be fine. Speaking of, puss puss. <laughs> Rufus decided to join the show. He's going to lay down right on the table. That's okay. <laughs> He's just going to watch. <laughs> He's going to stare at you, Maurice. They're voyeurs together. <laughs> voyeur. Oh, Bella's getting jealous. So the doctor thought if they tripled up on cat sutures, the the lab would be okay. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, the old man comes home from work, and the dog is laid out with its intestines just all over and blood all over the fence in the yard. I sewed him back up. She looked like looked all happy about it. Yeah. And Adam's like, I love gross. He takes a bite of the sandwich. And then as she's telling Slow the story, he sets it down, which is going to come into play a little bit later in the movie, too. The old mac and cheese. <laughs> I was yep. cracking up at that. But yes, we also get a moment here where they see the group of blind kids from the daycare center nearby. And May seems fascinated by them. I, I, I just want to say something. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so, you know, Maurice, Jessica, mm-hmm. 
I worked in the same field. Yeah. Because you're, first of all, it's now called a daycare center mm-hmm. when the kids are that old. And two, they were blind, not not intellectually disabled. Right. Why are they, why wasn't it just like a school for blind children? Right. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> well, and, and, well, I have to question though, because some of them did look like they might have been slightly disabled, especially later. Oh, when she's at, okay. Yeah, so. But Jerry, or what would, Jenny, um, Jetty, Jackie? Jackie, to be. I forget what her name was. the The one little girl that uh, gives that her she, the ashtray. Yeah, that she kind of becomes obsessed with. Oh, I forget her name. Yeah, it's gonna bug me now. I, I got it. I'm on it. Consulting the bones, but yeah, she seems fascinated by the kids. She's Petey. Like, Petey, that's what it was. <laughs> like the dead bird and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Who's a good bird? Oh, <sighs> uh, but yeah, there's uh, like. She goes, she's like, why are those kids touching everything? And he's like, oh, those are the blind kids from the daycare center around the block. And, and she's, she's like, like oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, very fascinated. But Adam then tells her, he's like, oh, I gotta go because I gotta catch Argento's trauma. Now, this this scene bugs the shit out of me. I, like, you guys know, we're, we're all movie fans here. But when she's like, is that a movie? He's like, oh, you've never seen trauma? Like, not everyone has seen Italian <laughs> horrors. Like, chill the fuck out. I got real pissed this time watching the movie, too. Because <laughs> right. I'm like, not everybody likes... Argento is not like a John Carpenter right. or a Wes Craven. Yeah. It's... Like, don't be, don't be a movie snob. <laughs> well, you could tell Adam clearly was a movie snob with that art fuck movie he makes later. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My baby does the hanky-panky. Dum, 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 dum. I actually wrote Art <laughs> Fuck, too. Yep. So did I. Oh, man. I was like, but don't be, don't be that guy, Adam. Don't be that guy. So Bay awkwardly tells him uh, not to go and then rubs his hands. She then thanks him for the sandwich and the cigarette and makes plans to see him later. So now... We get this weird moment where May returns to work and Polly excitedly sucks her thumb at her. And doesn't even, May doesn't even notice. Yeah, and then she gets all annoyed. Like, because she does it all seductively. She's like, <laughs> I was like, you, you know, May don't have a dick, right? Like, just the way she was doing it, like, nah, nah, nah. well, that's how May was kind of sucking her thumb. That's she... true. <laughs> oh, man, it was ridiculous. But. We now get another montage of May being creepy and awkward. She makes herself a new outfit and practices dancing with no, with no one and kissing her arm. <laughs> she plays out the, a date with some dolls and talks to Susie. Every time we see her home life, I'm more and more creeped out. <laughs> like, First of all, what kind of like what kind of Ken doll is that with boxing gloves for hands? Yeah, I was like, what is that? Because he had like they weren't even like boxing gloves; they looked like red hands that belonged to another doll. They were like these giant mitts. I was like, what are they supposed like to be? Like Mr. Crab. Right. <laughs> it was strange. They were his pinchers. <laughs> pinchy, pinchy. Oh, you remember what I told you about Salvador Dali and the lobster cracker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, when I was in college, I, had, I took an art appreciation class as an elective my freshman year. And I wrote my final paper on Andy Warhol. Now, Andy Warhol had some dealings with Salvador Dali, who is my favorite Mm -hmm. artist. And he apparently, to get women off, would use lobster crackers. Mm -hmm. Which is just bizarre. But 
he was a weird fuck to begin with, so. <laughs> well, also, if we watch, if you watch American Horror Story Freak Show, uh, Lobster Boy has that whole That's part. right. <laughs> that whole party. Evan Peters is a national treasure, but oh, on, yeah. onward I, with the movie. I love that dude. But, um. I'd fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't follow you there, but, you know. <laughs> But we cut to May and Adam hanging out in the garage that he works at. In like... Like an old truck. Like a 1945, like, Ford... Only the cab of the truck. And he's got fucking a jar of salsa on the dashboard. This whole thing feels so damn 90s. (laughs) And he's just, like, eating eating (laughs) chips and salsa. And she's like, I've never had a boyfriend before. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. He's just like... Crunch. <laughs> just eats his chip. He wants like, to eat her chip. Well, he tries a little later. Mm. But that's just like, that's so painfully awkward to watch. But. And it's also the third time that they've hung out, only the second time consensually. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, God. If only I had, like, watched this movie right before Shane and I started hanging out. <laughs> Third time? Well, no, because I had had boyfriends before. You'd have to lie. Oh. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> oh, man. But she, she asks him, she goes, do you think I'm weird? And he's like, yeah. It's like, but I like weird. I like weird a lot. And then she gets all excited. And he's like, do you want to see my room? <laughs> I was like, when he said I like weird a lot, and she smiled, I'm like, oh, dude, that was the worst thing you could say. <laughs> but yeah, then he asks her... Uh, to, or no, first she, she excitedly wraps his arm around her and starts snuzzling his hand. And it's like, ugh. And then she proceeds to tell him he's perfect. And he goes, no one's perfect. And she's like, you are. And, and then like, he goes, you want to see my room? Because <laughs> right, he's like, I, I got this one in the bag. <laughs> so, but that's not where he lives. Because he lives in like a residential. True. Well, I th- I think that this was like his room in the house that he shares maybe with those other people. Okay, because I thought, I it thought like the an way he cut that he like lived above the garage he works at. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't see. I didn't make that connection. I thought it looked like an apartment. Okay, but then I was like, well, maybe that's just his room in that house. But um, yeah, they head back to his place and he shows her his goth collection of art and toys. He's got the poster from Opera, mm-hmm. which I, if you guys remember, I do have a tattoo yep. in homage to that. It's my favorite Argento film. And he like cut out like this little wooden window mm-hmm. and put pins in it like over the over one of the eyes. And then what he had some, I only wrote Opera. <laughs> oh, he's got a picture of Argento. Yep. That we get a close-up on, and then a bunch of other, like... He had, like, horror movie posters yeah. and stuff, but then he's got, like, a bunch of, like, toys. Like, he has a spring-loaded knife. Mm-hmm. And, um, actually, the artwork... Oh God, the artwork that he has in his room, and I cannot for the life of me remember the artist. I'm sure Strasberg is going to be yelling at his phone when he listens to this. But it's the the guy who did the artwork for the Stabbing Westward album covers. Okay. Um, and he was also... He did a bunch of comic art with Neil Gaiman... Um, and I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me. It's like Dave McKean, maybe something like that. I, I cannot remember it. But as soon as I saw the artwork, I'm like, that reminds me so much of the Stabbing Westward album covers. But, uh, yeah, there, there's this awkward moment where 
she picks, she sees the knife and he goes, oh, you got me. I'm really a killer. And again, I'm like, that, again, shit you could say in the 90s that you couldn't say today. Well, especially with her, that turned her on. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, she, she slowly stabs the blade into her chest because, you know, it's a spring-loaded thing. And then turns it and slowly stabs it into his chest and then just smiles. David Seidman. Seidman, is it? S-E-I-D-A-M-N. Amazing. No, no, not that, not that one. That's not the art I was thinking of. Is this it? Uh, no. Look up Dave McKean. Just, just out is of he curious. a comic book writer? Comic book artist. Artist, I mean, yeah, yeah he, Dave he, McKean is a, and he he worked with uh, with Neil Gaiman. Yeah, at some point, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he's also the guy who did the artwork for um, Mirror Mask, that movie that Neil Gaiman. <gasps> I love that movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Is that him, Dave McKean? Photographer, filmmaker, does collage. Pro- yep, that's him. Okay. Okay. That was what I was thinking of. All right. <laughs> I'm probably just going to leave this in. I, w- I was going to say Patreon, but I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll leave it in. Hmm. But anywho. Oh, yeah. He did um, The Sandman also. Yep. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. But uh, so I, I remembered the, the name. Yay. <laughs> I didn't lose as much nerd cred as I thought. Thank you, Bones. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm going to call my phone from now on. Bones. Bones. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they they slowly start to kiss. And then like she aggressively starts kissing him and slams him into the wall. And he goes, Jesus, who called you out a kiss? And then smash cut. Mm-hmm. May comes home, slams the door, looks at Susie's case and goes... Exactly. <laughs> and just then, out oh. <laughs> yeah, no, and then then she slams her fist on the top of the, the case, ta- and, and that's really when it starts the to crack. first full crack. Mm-hmm. Like it cracks all the way across the glass. And she case. cuts the side of her hand too along her pinky, which like, is interesting because well, we'll get to it because this is this is where Act One ends. Yes. So, what are you guys thinking at this point? Like we see we see May. Just start to snap. She's a crazy bitch. <laughs> at this point, I don't... I mean, Act 1 ends and you really do see, like, the seeds of it starting. Mm-hmm. But Act 1 slowly by itself, I feel more sadness yeah. than anything else. Like, yeah, I'm creeped out by it, but... Right. You know, Robot Rob. Do you remember Robot Rob from the pink? <laughs> oh my god, I haven't thought of that in forever. He yeah. just like literally popped like into my head. Like he, someone like that, mm-hmm. um, just doesn't have any social skills. Right. So now the <laughs> robot Rob. Oh, I remember he came up to me one night at the pink and was like, "Saw I have a Polish heritage tattoo." And goes, "I'm half Polish and half German." I go, "Oh, so you must hate yourself." <laughs> and I walked away. I think I remember the story, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh. Look, we're getting on this nostalgic. <laughs> back, back in simpler times. <laughs> the before times. <laughs> the long, long ago. But yeah, but, I'm I'm more sad than anything. Yeah. Because it's like, if, if just one person, maybe she had one real person as a friend. Yeah. And that, And that's the thing, like... It, like this is on on these watchings. This is when I noticed the visual representation of Meg Meg May's mental state. Yeah. Um. Where that because it was it starts with that first crack. Mm-hmm. Like when she slams the case, and then 
it keeps going because every time something bad happens from this point forward, you hear glass cracking. Mm -hmm. So even when you don't see it, you hear it cracking and she closes her eyes like something is going wrong. Yeah. So it's like, that's, I thought that that was a really cool representation of her descent into madness. But overall, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Yes. So act two kicks off with uh, Maid at work with her bandaged hand. And as she's, like, touching her hand, we're hearing glass crunching and cracking. So it's like, it, for the first time I watched this, I was like, what, is glass stuck in her hand? But it's, it's her mental state. Yeah. In comes Polly with a cat and awkwardly hits on May. Do you like pussies? <laughs> or do you like pussy? And May's like, what? Huh? Bitch, she goes, what? She goes, pussy cat. Oh, you're naughty. Like, and I wrote down, this is sexual harassment. It so is. Well, she's like, you find out later that she does like pussy. This is true. I mean, like, we didn't already know this. <laughs> no, no we find out May does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think May just wants a friend. Yeah, I don't think she cares she what's going to happen. Care. Yeah, she just wants, she wants a click commander. <laughs> but it's so awkward because, like, she asks her to come watch her file and then she's like, we have the whole place to ourselves. We should dance. And she and turns on music. the boom box that every parent had in their kitchen in yeah. the 90s. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, the dogs start barking. And she's like, oh, they're serenading us. You have to dance. And when May doesn't dance with her, she gets up on the table. She's like, dance with me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I do not like you right now. <laughs> All this to get her to watch her cat. Yeah. Well, I, I love May's reaction, though, because she's like, you know, I have to... Get, she goes, my landlady won't let me have my cat anymore. I have to get rid of her. And she goes, your landlady? <laughs> like, she was, like, ready to kill the landlady. <laughs> and she's like, no, my cat, Newby. You silly. <laughs> so she, she convinces May to take her cat. When she agrees, Polly kisses her and then takes off, leaving May stunned. So May's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> she's like, who taught you how to kiss? <laughs> We cut to May uh, calling Adam and leaving a very awkward message on his machine about how she really wants to see oh, him again. we've all left those messages. Oh, we absolutely we have. But you know what? When cell phones became a thing, you would play back the message, <laughs> delete it, and re-record it until you had it just right. Yeah, yep. Then. Oh, no. That was, that was the... Once you leave it, you're like, fuck, what did I do? Especially if the other person lived at home with their parents. And you knew someone else was going to overhear it. Yep. It's like, oh no. Mm. <laughs> but she, uh, so yeah, she leaves him the, the awkward message and then just stares at the phone waiting for him to call back. Well, we've all done that too. <coughs> yep. <laughs> but I was like, I've been there. Yep. But while this is happening, we're hearing Hashtag more and more. Hashtag 90s kids problems. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now it's just tap. No text. Yeah, no, no text back yet. Honest to God, though, when Shane and I. I won't get into the story because that's a big, long tangent. That's a story for another time. But after I had given him my phone number mm-hmm. and said we should hang out, like, the, it was at New Year's and the next time I was at work, I was telling everybody how, you know, oh, this guy that I've known for a long time and I finally, like, I gave him my number and said we should hang out, blah, blah, blah. So three days go by and, like, rem- distinctly remember sitting in the clinician's office of where I worked, mm-hmm. working on, like, my work, obviously, and talking with two of my girlfriends, and they're like, they're like, has he texted you yet? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, he's not going to text me. He's not going to text me. And then he finally texts me, and he was like, hi, Susie, this is Shane. Do you want to hang out sometime? 
<laughs> and you were like, squee! Yep. And I remember turning to be like, he text me back! Or he text me! We're gonna go out to dinner! <laughs> and it'll be ten years in January. Yep. The rest was history. Yep. But, uh, so she, we get this montage of her being lonely, doing laundry, hoping she'll see Adam, rushing home to check her messages, and fantasizing about him. We end, Masturbating with a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> we end this scene with her creepily standing outside Adam's place for two hours waiting for him. Her dress is really cute, though. It is, but that's fucking scary. No, that is. He <laughs> opens the door to leave and he goes, Jesus Christ! He goes, what are you doing out here, babe? He's like, just standing here. How long were you waiting out here? Since two. two. Since two. <laughs> and he's like, you haven't really been standing out here for two hours. Huh? And I was like, it's very dark there for four o'clock. Yeah, but it could be, I mean, it could be winter there. That's true. It's but, not Australia. <laughs> well, I, I mean, think it's like California. It, I, well, it, California, it gets, it gets dark vibe. at four o'clock, but it's yeah. not going to snow. That's true. And we don't know where they live necessarily either. Yeah. So. I just thought it was like, wow, four o'clock. Yeah, I did dark. notice that though. I was like, it's kind of dark. So I'm, I'm assuming it's like. I was thinking like six, work. seven o'clock. Yeah. You know? But now she was like standing out there since two. But so Adam go uh, goes to leave and like like you said finds him on his porch or finds her on his porch and screams. He apologizes for not returning her call yet and tells her he's been busy working on a movie that he made before dropping out of college that he just finished putting it together. She asks him if she can see the movie and offers to make him macaroni and cheese. I'll make you dinner, macaroni and cheese <laughs> goes, and Gatorade. <laughs> he goes. Dinner and a movie. Sounds like a date. So we cut to them eating mac and cheese at, Ma- at May's house and drinking Gatorade from wine glasses. And every time, <laughs> this is what I thought of when he was like, Gatorade? Water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a good Gatorade for dinner. I was just, I like Gatorade. I ain't gonna lie. Serve me Gatorade in a wine cup or wine glass. I don't care. But again, that is that feels like such a '90s thing to do. Like we're having dinner, so we're gonna just drink a random beverage out of a wine glass. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not gonna name names because again, like I don't know who all listens to this podcast. But somebody I dated in the '90s did once have Pepsi in wine glasses while we ate dinner. So that's why, as soon as he said, "Is this Gatorade?" I was like, "Hey." <laughs> that's familiar. Also, that's not an eating. That's not a dining room table because she is in the one chair. <laughs> he's and on, he's the on the couch. He's on the couch that then the two of them are sitting on. So that's really like, I don't know. She has like dolls or something on it. Mm-hmm. It was strange, but so I I love this scene though while they're while they're eating because uh, <laughs> she's like I had something interesting happen at work today and he's about to take a bite and he just sets his fork back down. Yep. We never find out what that interesting thing is. <laughs> but they go to watch mo- uh, Adam's little uh, art fuck movie. It's basically like a couple having a date who then start making out and devouring each other. And getting sexually aroused by it. Right. All while my baby loves the hanky-panky is playing. Um, <laughs> it's, and then after it's done, Adam may like scoots over slowly, mm-hmm. closer and closer. And she's like totally into it. And Adam's like looking at her like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get some. I'm glad I washed my balls. <laughs> I don't think Adam washes his balls. He probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. He doesn't. No. But after it's over, he's like, what do you think? She's like, it was sweet. <laughs> she goes, but I don't think she could have bit off the whole finger in one bite. 
That's unrealistic. She's, no, she said that was a little far-fetched. far-fetched. Yeah, far-fetched. That's yes. what it was. <laughs> I had to write that part down because I was like, oh. But that's the critic. Like, I love how how disturbed he looks by that. More Less that she wasn't creeped out by the cannibalism and more that, like, you're criticizing my art. Fuck work. How dare you? Like, <laughs> So now we smash cut to the two of them making out. She looks confused and awkward. I love this because she doesn't know what to do with her hands. Like, they're just, like, he's laying on top of her and her hands are just sticking up like a Barbie doll. Like, what, what, what do I do? And then he, like, slowly pulls her hand onto his back and then she's just, like, pat, pat. <laughs> like, doesn't know what to do with her hands. Well, that'll come into play later. Right. <laughs> well, and then she fucking bites his lip and he, he pulls away. He's like, oh, what the hell? And I don't know. She, like, takes... She, like, ta- he puts his hand in his mouth and he's like, I'm bleeding. She takes his hand and, like, rubs the blood all seductively on herself. Yeah. But even before that, though, for whatever reason, when she bites him, he looks over his shoulder like, oh, I must look away. And he sees Susie in the glass case and he goes, what the fuck is that? And then he goes, oh, I'm bleeding. That's right. <laughs> like, but, yeah, she rubs it all over herself and then starts nipping at his fingers. And he gets upset. He's like, I, I-, I gotta go. And she goes, but it's just like your movie. He goes, this is weird. She goes, you like weird. He, he goes, goes, not not this weird. Not this weird. <laughs> yeah. And then he like he does that thing that's in like so many nineties movies when the guy like leaves all like pissed off or upset. He like picks his shirt up and like puts it on and is like <laughs> he like throws his hands up haphazardly yeah. and is like Well yeah, because he thought I was gonna get some. Gotta go. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go home and fuck my jacket. Just <laughs> he was pissed. <laughs> but he leaves, yeah. and he shuts the door, and you hear her yell from inside, I told you to face the wall! <laughs> Just, this poor cat. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not used to, like, a quiet pussy on the table. <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck happened? I was sleeping. <laughs> but yeah, she screams at Susie. See, to, he's to, asleep again. Yep. She screams at Susie, I told you to face the wall. And Adam just looks terrified. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. So we see uh, Susie gets locked in the closet and the, the cracks in the glass like get bigger. <laughs> so the next day, May goes to Adam's house and overhears him and a friend talking about her and how crazy she is. Because the, he's smoking a cigarette and mm-hmm. the friend tells him to take it outside and May is standing on the porch like a fucking creeper. Mm-hmm. And Adam only like, opens the door like a crack. like not even a 45 degree angle yeah and he's holding his hand out which we've all done of course and they're talking about some girl and he's like yeah she's real hot but she's crazy not playing with a full not deck. playing with a full deck and yeah. he thinks that he's talking about her mm-hmm. and then well i think he was no he was because yeah because oh, he's yeah. like she's not playing with a full deck and he goes that's that's what you want he goes okay we're not talking about may anymore because he, he says, okay. like, I'm, like, I'm done having this conversation. And then that's when the other girl goes, who are we talking about? Who's May? Okay. And then May's like, like, another woman, and runs away. So I've always, until this, I was this many minutes old, <laughs> I always interpreted it, interpreted it as he was talking about the girl that interrupts. Oh, okay. And then... When the friend says, you don't want them playing with a full deck, and he says, we're not talking about May, and yeah. he calls her a lunatic, I thought he was just referencing no, two different yeah. people. Yeah, no. that, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, because the, the friend was, because he goes, it, the whole thing starts with him being like, how's your lip? And he's like, shut up. You know, like That's right. So, 
Yeah, they're talking about uh, how crazy May is. So she she takes off all upset. Um, when she starts crying, yeah, it just it's it's pretty heart wrenching. Oh, well, because she goes home and she immediately cuts the hands off of the Adam doll mm-hmm. and starts rubbing the little plastic hands on her face. I was like, this is really creepy, but I'm really sad for her. <laughs> like, it's so because she's crying and she's just all upset. And um, so while this is happening, Polly calls and invites her over. And May comes over basically, and basically gets molested by Polly. She's like, I'm in my nighty. I'm just thinking about Ruby. <laughs> so May seems kind of unsure, uh, lamenting to Polly about how weird she is. And Polly tells her, I love weird, which perks May right up. And then she asks, are you serious about me? And Polly says, dead serious. And then they start making out. And May's just like, okay, I'm going to go with it. Like, fuck it. She's like, I finally have a friend. <laughs> So I guess I'm checking out pussy. But they they continue to make out. <laughs> What's in the cut scene is Polly going, who taught you how to kiss? <laughs> no, here, eat the smelling. <laughs> but they continue to make out and May obsessively focuses on Polly's neck. So it's that mm-hmm. we're getting that partalism thing with May where she just keeps like honing in on the, whatever that one part is. But then mm-hmm. we see that Polly... As beautiful as she is, has this big ass, gross finger bang mole. <laughs> it reminded me of the scene in Austin Powers. Mole, 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 mole. Well, because like she just stops dead. Like she sees Polly's hand like touching her, and she looks terrified. She's like, "Holy shit! Fuck that mole!" <laughs> like she just looks scared. That's why you shouldn't finger bang kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's why you shouldn't finger bang, comma, kids. Because <laughs> you say, never should finger bang kids. No, no, that's never okay. It's like that, that TikTok uh, song that's like, a lot of people like chicken fingers, but not many people want to finger chickens. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to go to the taste in the biscuit. <laughs> oh, God, the taste of the biscuit. Um, that honey sauce. But I mean, I, I I don't know. If you got a big ass mole on your finger and you do an old finger, but I mean, it, it's like ribbed, you know? You never know. Adds a little extra sensation. So you're saying don't knock it till you try it? That's what I'm saying. Right. I mean, Polly's clearly pulling in some hot ladies, so she knows what she's doing. Just saying. So then, mole. Mole, <laughs> mole, mole, mole. And then just say, May. <laughs> Yeah, we, we see her at the park the next day watching the blind kids. And uh, she's focusing particularly on the one, Petey, who likes to be by herself. <laughs> the dead bird. <laughs> um, she then goes to volunteer at the daycare uh, to attempt to befriend Petey. And fucking Jane Child is sitting at the reception desk. <laughs> filing her nails with her spiked collar from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, like, she's like, she goes, well, will it be the kids that were in the park? And she's like, does it have to be? Do they, you only like certain blind kids? Like, <laughs> but she, when she gets to the daycare, she specifically asks to meet Petey. And they're like, well, you can try. Like, she doesn't like anybody. And she goes over to talk to Petey, who's, who's sculpting with some clay. And the teacher's like, you're always so mean to me. And she's got, like... <laughs> Nails that you look at and you're like, how she wipe her ass? Yeah, oh yeah. And she like flicks her with it. <laughs> but um May asks her, like, what are you making, Petey? And she goes, an ashtray. She goes, Do you smoke? 
And she goes, no. She do goes, you smoke? And May's like, yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, I use cigarettes for something. Mm. <laughs> right, because she has had that same pack of cigarettes. Like, what is the time frame of this movie, too? Is it over a course of a couple days? Yeah, we don't really know. I'm going to guess, like, at least a week or two. Yeah. But, yeah, so she, uh, you know, Petey gives her the ashtray. So now we, we cut to May doing laundry. Adam comes in, and then he, he looks a little awkward. He's like, hey, how you doing, May? And then she's like, oh, pretty good, making friends. And she's trying to talk to him. And he goes, oh, this this washer doesn't work. I'm going to have to go to the fluff and fold down the street. And he takes off. Because there are a ton of washing machines there <laughs> that are all broken. But then May... Mm-hmm. Marches over to that exact wa- there I am with my hand on my hip. <laughs> Goes over to that washing machine and puts f- a dollar for a wash. That's know, how right? long ago this was. A dollar four quarters in the slot, <laughs> and it turns on. Yep, and, and then, then she just gets really upset. Oh, because she has the cat with her at the laundromat with her box of laundry detergent. She did have it there. She did have it there. That's because so she, she left it, it there. Hidden. Yep, she she hid it in the washing machine. She has a, she has a lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> Her. <laughs> she keeps you know, one cigarette in there just in case. But um, no, she when she closes her eyes, you hear the glass cracking again. So it's like that was like another thing that pushed her over the edge. So we cut to, to May rushing over to Polly's house to see uh, to see Polly and finds out that she has another woman over. And all you see are her legs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, clearly she's not looking for a relationship like May is. Polly thinks it's cute that she's so jealous and offers to kick the girl out if May wants her to. May just leaves instead. May first, she's wearing like this kimono, and May like raises Polly's hand up to block the legs. To block so the like the sleeve of the kimono, she Mm -hmm. can't see the woman's legs. Ambrosia. But uh, so yeah, she gets she gets upset and leaves. That night, we see May crying in her apartment as the glass on Susie's case cracks further and further. She attempts to get affection from the cat, Loopy, but Loopy hisses and wanders off, and May flips out and throws her ashtray at her, killing the cat. Which, again, you don't kill the cat! <laughs> but we cut to May standing in the tub with the dead cat at her feet and blood all around Oh my god, and it. she is frantic. She's the, got the yeah. telephone receiver cord wrapped around her arm, mm-hmm. and she calls Adam from the shower with the dead cat... And we just hear the, like, the glass just keeps cracking the whole yes. time she's talking. I mean, who hasn't done that, though? <laughs> With the dead Minus cat? Minus the know. dead cat. <laughs> but, like, she calls him, and he's like, hey, what's up? And her entire demeanor changes. She's like, oh, how'd you know it was me? He's like, who is this? Who is yeah. this? <laughs> and the number, she, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, May, silly. And he just stops, and he's like, what do you want? Like, and his entire voice changes. And then she gets more and more frantic, like, trying to make plans with him. And he's telling her he's busy. And she's like, I'll wait. He's like, don't do that. She's like, I but, don't mind. Yeah. And he's just, like, not wanting any of it. And while he's talking to her, the glass is cracking louder and louder. And she yells at Susie to shut up. And he's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, can we get together soon? Like, she just is like, she's so frantic in this scene. And then Adam refuses to see her. She hangs up. May opens the door to the closet. We see Susie, and now the case is almost completely shattered. Um, she takes Susie out and tells her, I hate you. 
Now we cut to May at the daycare center with the blind kids. Oh, I don't hate her that much anymore, huh? <laughs> well, that's the thing. She brought Susie in to share with them. And I like how we see the case only has a single crack on it. Mm-hmm. So all of those visual cracks that we were seeing is all in May's head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of... <laughs> yeah. We kind of see that difference between her reality and actual reality. But she tells the, the kids that the box contains her best friend. And the kids want to open the box so they can meet her friend. She tells him she can't do that, that her friend is very fragile and never comes out. So they just start fucking mobbing her and grabbing the kids. So Petey, like, May, who granted is a small person, like, tiny, <laughs> yeah. is pulling it one way, and then you got Petey on the other side with all the other blind kids, like... <laughs> just a, pawing at it. An uneven tug of war. <laughs> and then oh. the case falls, the glass breaks, and they're like, where... The kids are like... Trying to feel around. She's free. She's free. And they're like, the floor. And there's all this broken glass and then blood and hilarity ensue. It's like, it's funny because it's so ridiculous, but it's also very painful to watch because all these people drop to their, their hands and feet or hands and knees. And like, you just see shards of glass, like grinding into their, their knees Knees, and they're like crying as they're pawing around. And like, I love how the other two attendants are just watching like, oh my, (laughs) like, Fucking help them! Like, what are you doing? You put yourself in that situation. Pick them up. Yeah, but you think that. But if you're in that situation, they're just watching as blood spreads. But then, like, you see May, and That's she's an like, OSHA violation. <laughs> May's like frantically trying to grab up Susie, and she's like rubbing her face, and like she's cutting her face with the glass, and it's just like, oh, it's it's fucking brutal. You think she was fired? I think so. She was a volunteer, so they probably voluntold her not to come back. Exactly. exactly. So she so, goes home, and she's so upset. Yeah. Because Susie's in pieces, and she can't put her back together. So she takes the dead cat and sprays it with Lysol. <laughs> and then falls asleep with Susie's pieces on her. Well, she's like, she's like, oh, Petey, or oh, Loopy, I'm going to miss your pretty fur. <laughs> But yeah, we see her her uh, like carrying the corpse of Loopy with the air freshener, and then suddenly her eyes begin to bother her. She starts rubbing them and crying, and then starts clawing at them. And we see flashes of Susie's broken body, and we hear the glass cracking. May starts screaming, and the screen goes red. So this is kind of where Act Two ends. What are you guys thinking at this point? She's crazy. <laughs> I like how Maurice is just she crazy. That bitch is crazy. It's good. It's, it's good stuff. It's still only going to go uphill from here. I mean... Uphill in terms of entertainment value. Yes. Downhill in terms for of... For May. For May. Poor May. I, I honestly do feel bad for Adam at this point. Because it's like... After that weird fucking date, he was like, I'm out. And he, he just wanted to get away and, and just like, clean break, be gone. She won't leave him alone. Like, she's stalking him. Yeah. And he's like... He doesn't know how to handle it. And we see even later, like, he still doesn't know how to handle it. Like, he doesn't want anything to do with her, but he also seemingly does kind of feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but I still feel bad for the guy. <laughs> but Act 3 kicks off with May waking up on the couch, covered in blood and doll parts, with the dead cat laying on her belly. And the phone ringing, it's Polly. Hey, May. It's Polly. <laughs> the doctor is really upset because you haven't been here in two days. Where you been? Get your pretty little butt in here. <laughs> but, yeah, she so she leaves with a message. 
May gets up, looks at herself in the mirror, and her eyes are bloodshot, and the skin all around them is clawed. Um, <laughs> so the next scene, she's sitting on a bench, like, at a bus stop, and she's completely healed. Yeah, just people watching. Yep. And she's like, and you notice how, like, the camera keeps zooming in on, like, arms, legs, yes. like a butt. Like Because she's just... looking for the perfect parts. <laughs> yep. Because this is where, I think that this is really where she starts to come up with the idea of... Well, Susie broke, and she kind of became Susie. Yeah. So, and I mean, that we get a visual representation of that later. Um, but suddenly, James Duvall, he just, like, hops over the park bench, like, so, just got the giant mohawk, and... And she's like, you survived the Doom Generation. <laughs> he just looks greasy. They really didn't cut off your penis. <laughs> well, maybe they did. We don't know. <laughs> That's true. But one thing... <laughs> Maybe they did. Do you have any ice cubes? Oh, my God. That's the... So, yeah. One thing leads to another. She takes him home. Because he goes, hey, want to get some jujubes with me? <laughs> I can live off these fucking things. So, they're sitting there, and he's just, like, mowing down on him. And he goes, yeah, I could, I could fucking live off these things. And she's just, like, got one. And is like, the way she's looking at him, though, and the way, like... Mm-hmm. The body language, like, touching her lips to her mouth and just yeah. eating them one at a time. Where he's like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Well, and this is where she notices his tattoo. She's like, I really like your tattoo. And he's like, oh, it's real hot in here. He goes, it's getting hella hot. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Do you mind if I take off my shirt? Like, he's wearing, like, chain mail and a wife beater. <laughs> but the chain mail, he couldn't afford the full set. So it really is like... It's like a chain link fence. <laughs> and so he peels it off and he leans back and he's like, oh, he goes, man, it's still hot. You got any ice that I can rub on my nipples? And he just starts like tweaking his nips. And walks over to the fridge and she's like, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, she goes, freeze. And he goes, that's the idea. And he opens up the freezer and sees dead loopy. He goes, what the fuck is that? And she goes, a friend. So are we best friends now because you've seen the inside of my freezer? He's like, which, hell no, I'm not going to be your friend, you fucking psycho. Which, she, she turns into Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, she didn't try to eat the cat. Well, no. Well, yet. Yeah, true. We don't know what she was going to do with that dead I cat. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't eat until his, what, 15th victim? Yeah. <laughs> but... So, yeah, so she, you know, he's like, you know, tells her she's a fucking freak. May begins to cry. She grabs a pair of scissors. And I love this, like, back and forth. Because we see, she when she grabs the scissors and screams, it cuts to May with bloody hands just smoking a cigarette. Then we see an image of her rushing at him, him throwing his hands up, and then back to her, like, ashing the cigarette, looking calm. And then we see the the scissors go through his hands and stab into his forehead. Like, she pins his hands to his forehead, and blood just fucking gushes out everywhere. It's like, damn, that was brutal. That but terrible looking... Terrible looking fake blood, that's clear. His hair, his hair... <laughs> yeah, because it mixes with the milk. Yeah, that's no, later. no, no, that's, that's later. later. I'm sorry. And it fixed his hair. I bet his hair looks much, much better now. <laughs> it was, that was... It's it was probably like, much cleaner with the blood. It was like a mohawk that was, like, twisted. It was but like it he, wasn't, like, mohawky in the back. It was more like... Dready. Remember? Yeah. We used we used to be really good friends with someone who had dreadlocks that weren't always the best in the back. Yep. Yeah. It yep. kind of looked like that in the back. Agreed. <laughs> like not enough Elmer's glue. Yeah. Too much cum, not enough Elmer's glue. <laughs> Aww, too much cum and scuzz. 
But um, but yeah, so we we see the the gore of dead James Duvall, and then May stops smoking and just says, "I need more parts." We now see May in the park. Adam approaches her and apologizes for the way things went between them. And this is where she completely has snapped. Because mm-hmm. when he approaches her, she's sitting in the park. Her body, like her posture, her body language, yep. everything is different. She's smoking a cigarette like a person would smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And he comes up, he goes, hey, hi, May. And she's like, hey, dude, what's up? Yeah. Like she would never have said that to him before. And he's like, what, what you reading? She's like... Was a book on autopsies or something like that? Oh, mm-hmm. no. Um, Amputation. Uh, Amputation. And he goes, what is that, for work? And she goes, no, just for fun. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry the way, you know, things happen. Because she's like, that's fine. I understand now. I understand everything now. Like, she's just very and Doesn't calm. she tap her head at this point? Or yeah. Or is that later? Yeah, no, she taps her head and says, I understand yeah. everything now. And then um, he holds out his hand and says, friends. And like... Friends? <laughs> She just stares. She's only staring at his hands. And, like, doesn't she, like, rub or try to rub her face on her? She, like, she, she does, kisses his hand. That's what it was. She kisses it. Yeah. And he pulls his hands away, and she's like, bye, hands. I'll see you later. Like, she's just focused only on his hands. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's fucking And, I creepy. mean, what she says is true. That's true. But it's like, again, I kind of feel bad for Adam, because he was, like, trying to be like, all right, let me just clear the air. Get done with this. Be like, I'm sorry things didn't work out. Like, let's be friends. Let's just move on. I don't want to go to the fluff and fold anymore. It's on the <laughs> other side of town. But it's like, so I feel bad for the dude. But so, yeah, she's she's fucking creepy. You know what? I don't. Because if he thought that she was that much of a lunatic. And remember, he doesn't know that she was standing right outside the door when That's they were true. having that conversation. Like, just leave well enough alone. Like, she clearly... Yeah. Well, here's, here's speaking where, as a woman, not, I mean, I'm kind of crazy, but not May crazy. I would rather just. Right. And, but here's where, where I, I would slightly disagree. And I would feel like I would be more in Adam's shoes on this because when he ran into her in the, the laundromat, she was like, still like very excited about like, Oh, I see him. Let me try to talk to you again. And he had to pretend I have to go. Mm-hmm. And he's probably mm-hmm. like, this isn't fair to her. This isn't fair to me. Like, I want to live my life. She should be able to move on with her life. Let me just kind of be like, hey, look, I'm sorry. This doesn't work out. You're like, we're, we're not a match. Okay. Like, you need to move on. I need to move on. Like, that, I think it was more or less the, like, I'm not going to keep trying to avoid living my life because I can't run into you because you're going to think, oh, boy, touch my face. Like, you know, so. You want to look at my loopy pussy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little cold. <laughs> but it smells lemony fresh. <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, so that, that whole sequence, like, oh, it's just fucked up. So now we cut to, to May measuring Polly's neck under the guise that she's making a blouse for her as an apology about the way she acted the other day. She measures her neck, like, the breadth of her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, from her skull down, kind of, like, halfway down her back. Which is strange, considering what we see the finished product is. Yeah, it, it is weird. But in comes Ambrosia, a.k.a. Norma Jean, the trailer park queen. Ooh, meet Ambrosia, because Polly's gonna eat that salad. <laughs> As she makes it very clear she's gonna do that. But May immediately notices her legs and is like, nice yams, and then smiles creepily at her. She... <laughs> and I love it, because the whole time that she's doing the measurements, she's got her little notebook, and her glasses are like... Down on the tip of her, her nose. nose. And she's like... Measuring her looking up like this and then jotting <laughs> things down. 
But I, I love it because she goes, you know, she ta- finishes, uh, you know, taking the measurements. And then she comments on Polly's mole and goes, you ever think about having that thing removed? And she's like, my grandmother always said it's the imperfections that make me special. Grandma said <laughs> it's the imperfections that make me special. But the, I love it because May, like, just half-heartedly nods. Like, like, and walks away. And then Polly's, like, left looking at her mold like, oh, shit, I feel, un- I feel self-conscious now. But Ambrosia's like, let me lick that. Oh, well, because, see, she knows it's ribbed for her pleasure. Because Ambrosia's like, let me lick that button candy off for you. <laughs> oh, it looks God. like a burnt peep. Like they it really is weird. It kind of looks like it has hair sticking out the side of it. Right, <laughs> like little tentacles. <laughs> well, for her pleasure. Right, again, it's got the, it's the oh, French tickler as we well. Go. <laughs> but, so back inside work, uh, Polly is distracted with Ambrosia and May steals a bunch of surgical equipment. Now we get a little montage. We see May getting a cooler with a dolly. We see her making her Halloween costume, which is basically Susie's outfit. Uh, calling Polly to see if she can come over and drop off her new blouse to show her and show her her costume. And the montage ends with May all dolled up, pun intended, uh, with the cooler saying, if you can't find a friend, make one. That's like, that's like my favorite line in the movie. And it's only said twice, once by her mom and then once at the end of this montage. And and it's such a great, like, visual as well, like Mm -hmm. with her, like the... She's just staring dead at the camera with the pale face. and. Do you know who I think should be May for Halloween or do a cosplay is Tara. Oh, she would crush it. She'd yeah. be really good at that. I, I'm going to suggest that. That would be, she'd yes, be really good Tara, at that. Yes, Tara. You heard it here first. Yeah, dress up like May. <laughs> but she goes over to Polly's house and the two talk a bit, uh, you know, like, you know, just kind of shooting the shit about her cool costume and all this. And uh, May pulls out two scalpels and runs them next to Polly's neck. She's like, oh, please, please don't hurt me, May. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, any normal person would get the fuck out of Dodge at that point. I mean, what would you do, though? I Okay, so let's let's pretend that Polly isn't, like, getting off on the fact that there are scalpels, right. okay? So you're a normal person, and you think that, hey, I you're a, you're a normal person. Lesbian. Okay. <laughs> okay. And someone had put scalpels like that, and you think that they're going to, I don't know, like caress your neck with Well, her she didn't touch her neck yet. She just put them on the sides of her head. That's right. Would you really move, like, think, like, quickly move or quickly try to get out of that? Like, no, you're, you'd end up. I'd probably try to grab her hands because here's the thing. I have actually had a girl pull a knife on me once because she. I remember this. <laughs> quote story. unquote wanted to taste blood. She wanted to do little bloodletting play, and I was like, fuck no. <laughs> so. I remember that story. I've had that happen to me, and it was terrifying. Um, Damn, you've lived like so many more lives than me. <laughs> I'm just saying, that shit scared that. I mean, thank God it's only ever happened to me once. Um. <laughs> That's more than it should have. <laughs> the, the worst part about that story, too, is, like, she literally tried to stab me with it, and I grabbed her arm and had to smack her har- her hand against the, the, like, wall for her to let go of the knife so I could get the knife away from her. Then, because her hand was slightly bruised, she told everyone I beat her. And it's like, you came in with a fucking knife! I was trying to get away! <laughs> like, what the fuck? You tried to Jeffrey Dahmer me! Right! We're in an apartment by ourselves, and you brought out a knife! I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. But, Take some pictures and then I'll let you go. <laughs> right, exactly. 
But she's like, oh, pleasey, please, don't hurt me, May. She goes, I trust you. I know you would never hurt me. Stupid final words because May slices her fucking throat, killing her. It doesn't look... But then again, the angle that the shot is, Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like she's really cut her that deep until you really hear the blood. Yeah. Because it looks almost like a, tis a flesh wound. Yeah, like a a paper cut almost. Yeah. But kind of like what what Chop Top does at the end of Chainsaw 2. Yeah. (laughs) Like death eating a cracker. But, (laughs) so later Ambrosia comes in looking for Polly and is surprised and annoyed to see May there. May tells her again how beautiful her legs are. I thought they were gams. <laughs> she's like, gam stems. Wheels, <laughs> whatever. whatever. <laughs> and she's like, give us a spin, doll. She's like, you're so fucking weird. I don't know what Polly sees in you. And she's drinking milk out of the carton in someone's <laughs> house. Someone whom she's only known for maybe three days. Right. Like, come on now. <laughs> it's like, that's just rude. <laughs> but... So she turns around and May just stabs her in the temples with the two scalpels. And this is where we see, like, the blood mixed with the milk on the floor. Yes. Which is, it's actually, it looks really cool. Like, the the, the swirl. color yeah. swirl, it reminds me of, like, a, an Argento effect. Yeah. It is quite cool. I but... love you, Dario. <laughs> May then takes the cooler of parts and heads over to Adam's house. And, um, Wait, when do they say quaggle do? Because I wrote that down. That's coming up. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is a quaggle do? <laughs> I have the same thing. But I love it when she's walking on on her way to Adam's house. She passes by the one girl who's like, "Hey, sweet costume. Got any cold ones in there?" And she's like, "Actually, I do." <laughs> like, and the way she says it, she's so happy. About so it. matter of fact, actually, I do. <laughs> but so she gets to Adam's house. He's kind of like you know shocked to see her there um and it's incredibly creepy how this entire time she's ignoring him and just looking at his hands mm-hmm. like he's like what are you doing may and she's just looking down at his hands and then she goes i need them adam and adam's lady friend comes to the door telling him that or telling may that adam's busy for the night may compliments her earrings and suddenly the girl is like oh thanks want to come in for a drink like, that's all it took you, just a little compliment about your earrings, and you're like, come on in. So May walks right in, much to the annoyance of Adam. She begins creepily staring at his hands again, asking him to touch her face. Adam's girlfriend laughs and tells her his hands are mine now, honey, and then begins rubbing them all over her face and nibbling on his fingers, which pisses off May because she's like, stop that, quackle do. <laughs> I was like, what? What the fuck is a quackle do? I thought it was Quaggle, because I had I watched it on Shutter and I had the Oh see I had Quackle do on Tubi. Huh. Okay. Cause Quaggle is a balancing game. Mm-hmm. Very similar to like Jenga, it looks like. But let's see, Quackle. <laughs> Quackle do. I was like, what the fuck is a Quackle do? <laughs> it's abbreviated Quackadoodle do. <laughs> Okie doke. May well, May's weird, so and Quackle itself is some kind of game that looks like Minecraft and a crossword puzzle. Oh, wait, wait. Quackle do. It's a Reddit thing. This app has unlimited cats. I'm sure that that uh, came out after this movie. Because if it's an app. No, Reddit. <laughs> it's the Reddit app. No, I know. But, but Reddit also isn't. Oh, wasn't, that's true. Wasn't a thing in 2003. So. Oh, so that's definitely based on this movie, then. Yeah, Quackledoo hasn't posted yet, so okay, we'll just somebody's name. We'll just say it's, it's for Quackadoodle Doo. Maybe in May. 
But she insists again that, you know, Adam touches her face. And Adam looks disturbed and says, I'm drunk and feeling queasy. I want you to leave. And uh, this is where his, his girlfriend's like, fine, I'll fucking leave. He's like, not you, idiot. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm an idiot. I thought like, he called her a dumb shit. Dumb, dumb shit, shit, that's what yeah. it was, yeah. But, um, yeah, so then, like, May gets up and, she, and you know, is, like, going over to Adam. And this is where uh, she grabs his girlfriend and stabs her in the neck with a scalpel. And we see Adam just start screaming. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> now we cut to May arriving home with a blood-covered cooler. I have a question. Mm-hmm. This entire time, you know I love my crime shows. You know mm-hmm. I love my true crime. There's blood on her, but not a drop on her pretty face. This is true. Yeah, because it's all over her hands. Yeah, it's on her hands, her arms. I'm sure it's on her dress, but the coloring is so dark that you can't really see right. it. Right. So it looks like it's part of her costume, but there is not any blood on her face or mm-hmm. her pretty neck. That's true. But she, uh, we see her smiling and taking the parts out of the cooler. While she's, uh, she's getting the, the parts out and cleaning them. The parts are wrapped in, like, fucking cheesecloth. <laughs> right. But I thought it was, like, bounty. Like, bounty paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she's, she's taking them out and cleaning them in the tub and then cleaning herself. And while that's happening, we get a montage of, like, a back and forth of her killing Adam. Like, killing him and then cutting off his hands and all that. So she finishes, uh, finishes putting, like, cleaning up the body. And then we see her putting together her new friend. So sewing the outfit, sewing the limbs together. Uh, she finishes it up by taking the shattered remnants of the ashtray, which said May, and rearranging the First letters. First it says Yam. <laughs> and then she changes it finally to Amy. To Amy, yep. And she you know, sets it next to her new friend. Um, she looks over her creation in excitement, telling Amy how perfect she is. Where'd she get them eyes? From Susie. Those were Susie's shattered eyes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So yeah, she she looks at the, the she looks at the remains with Susie's eyes and starts freaking out, saying, "You can't see me." She pauses for a minute and she's like, "Oh no, you can't see me! You can't see me!" And like she like really ugly cries right now. Yeah, and she goes over to the mirror. She looks at herself, begins rubbing her lazy eye and sobbing, and then she picks up a pair of scissors and, and gouges duh. out her own eye. And now we see the scene from the beginning of the film. Where she's looking in the mirror, covering her eyes, screaming blood. And then mm-hmm. she, like, walks over to oh. her friend and takes Susie's eye out and puts her lazy eye in. Mm-hmm. And she, she like, is frantic. And she's like, all I want is you to see me. And, like, the thing that got me, oh, it's freaking me out now. Because you is- can see, like, the... The, yeah, like, her, the, the ocular cavity is, like, pulled out. Yeah. Like, it's all swollen and, and bloody. It's like, oh, fuck. It's so... It's such a perfect gross effect, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when she, you know, she lies down next to, to Amy and she's crying, saying, all I want for you... All I want is for you to see me. You know, she, hold, like, holding Amy and crying. Slowly, Amy raises her arm and touches May's face with Adam's hand. She closes her eye and smiles, content with her new friend. Black screen credits the, the end. end. It's like, whew, fucking chilling ending to this movie. Yes. <laughs> but I, I truly, I truly do love how sad this movie is. Yeah. Like, I think without that sadness, it, was, it doesn't work. 
Like you right. have to have that that sympathy, that emotional connection. Otherwise, this film is just like whatever. It doesn't work. I think it's it's perfect. But it also makes me miss the '90s, and I feel fucking old. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but final thoughts. You guys have any any last uh, comments on May? She's fucking crazy. <laughs> Maurice has been consistent the entire episode. I still love this movie. I'm yeah. glad it's on Shutter because I I'll probably watch it again before the end of the month. I'll be honest. I, like I said, I watched it three times for this, and I never once during those three watchings did I feel like, okay, I gotta watch this again. I was enjoying myself on each watch. I mean, granted, the first watch through I was drawing while mm-hmm. I was watching it. Just kind of getting a feel for the film again. The second time was more of the critical watch. And the third time was I'm writing my notes while I'm watching mm-hmm. it. Um, there's not a whole lot of trivia on this. But the uh, the teenage girl who asks May got any cold ones in there is dressed up like a zombie cheerleader. Which is the exact costume and makeup from Lucky McGee's first movie, All Cheerleaders Die. Mm-hmm. Which, if you guys haven't seen, it really is a fun movie. Um... But originally, uh, the the movie opened with a much lengthier scene of May as a kid, so we got to see more of her crazy upbringing. But apparently, it was just it was too much of a slog, and it mm-hmm. slowed the movie down too much, so they they cut that down. But yeah, there really was not a lot of trivia, so I didn't, I didn't really write much down. But um, did you know that originally Tina Turner was going to be cast to play May? See, now I heard it was going to be her as Susie, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be May. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must have gotten my info mixed up. Did I send you the Arnie face swap on uh, Rose from the Titanic? No, the, but did oh you see God. Willem Dafoe in Pretty Woman? Yes, I did. But no, the Arnie one is funny because it's like a bad Arnie imitation mm-hmm. saying Rose's lines. And when she takes her dress off to be like, you know, I, I paid for my drawing. I expect to get what I want. And he just goes, look at my boobies, Jack. Like, I fucking lost it. And he's like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's no, but great. you should post that on my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's so damn funny. But anyway, we'll wrap this one up here. So for anyone not following us on social media, we are The Boogeyman's Closet on both Facebook and Instagram. Maurice handles our Twitter. And what is that good, sir? At Boogeyman's The. Thank you very much. Uh, We do have a Patreon. It's $3 a month for all of our unedited content as well as one uh, special episode a month. We are behind on the special episodes. I'm trying to get two of them out this month to make up for missing in September. So if you are a patron and you're wondering where the September episode is, it's coming. Sorry, it's just been a very busy couple of weeks. So we're, I'm, I'm working on it. But um, we are also... double your pleasure this month. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we are also part of the Rad Pantheon Network. Uh, so check out Rad Pantheon on all the socials and radpantheon.com. Uh, there's a lot of other podcasts and artists and musicians on there. Just really cool stuff. Uh, so check that out if you are so inclined. And last but not least, for those of you that like to watch the movie before we cover it, our next movie is going to be episode 160, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. We're coming back to musical horror. It's been quite a while Mm -hmm. since we've done a musical. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But all right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up here. So as always, this is Mike saying goodbye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was creepy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, 
Follow us on Instagram at The Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Yeah.